Good morning, navigators. How are we doing today? Did we have a good weekend? It was Mother's Day. Hello, mothers. Did we have a good Mother's Day? I'm talking just to mothers right at this moment. I hope that all of your children called you or visited you and let you know how important you are to them. I lost my mom last year. We did not have a close relationship. I am very thankful that my daughter and I now have a close relationship because it was rough going for a lot of years. And uh, I was really, really, really concerned that we would have no relationship. And so I'm very thankful for my daughter and for the relationship that we have and and uh i mean for my sons too of course but you know there's something about the relationship between a mom and a daughter you know it's it's just different than and and it's 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 the same thing with a mom and our son there's just a special bond between a boy and his mom that's different than the bond between a boy and his dad it, that's just the way it is um and so, you know, my kids, they, they all wished me a happy Mother's Day and it was nice. And I didn't uh, do a whole lot. Went to church, went to eat. It was decent. Got a little bit of a nap, you know, all in all, not terrible. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. If you hear a bunch of stuff in the background that sounds like i'm in a like a weird episode of bob the builder or something you know, mondays are weird around here sometimes monday's trash day so you'll have the trash truck go by and then a couple hours later you'll have the recycling truck go by but you also have the like once a month or so you have the hoa landscaping crew you have Every other week, it's a different neighbor landscaping crew going on. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I picked the wrong day of the week to be off because there is no sleeping in on Mondays in this neighborhood. But whatever. Well, I mean, 9 o'clock, I guess, is sleeping in compared to 6 o'clock when I normally get up for, for work. So I guess I can't complain. I mean, I can complain that when it comes to sleep, that's just kind of what I do because I sleep so crappy anyway. What the heck am I even talking about this morning? I'm sorry, guys. I really, really, really went down a rabbit trail. Let me get another sip of coffee and get, get myself on track here. Hold on a second. Mm. International Delight Caramel Macchiato Creamer. That's good stuff, guys. Justin says, I make my coffee taste like sweet death. My ex-husband used to say I needed all the sugar I could get because I was so bitter. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Ah, still tastes good. Uh, anyway, so yesterday in church, um, the pastor was talking about, you know, he was preaching a Mother's Day message because that's what you do on Mother's Day and Father's Day. He'll preach a message on fathers I'm sure and it got me to thinking he was talking about how women play 
such an important role uh, in influencing the next generation of women. And I got to thinking about it and I thought, well, it's the same thing with people with disabilities. Um, not just from a female standpoint, but from a personal standpoint and from a professional standpoint. Uh, there's a lot of things that have to be learned when you have a visual disability. And depending on what visual disability and to what degree is, you know, gonna greatly determine how much of an influence you are going to be or how much influencing you are going to need. Are you confused yet? <laughs> Have another cup of coffee. See if you can keep up. Look, this all ties in to this whole thing. Okay, because I'm, I'm listening to this guy. So my pastor's wife, she's like she's just the sweetest lady i just love her to pieces i've only been going to this church for a couple of months and i just i just fell in love with the pastor and his family i really did they're just wonderful people and they have six kids just burdens my heart because i thought oh my gosh i had three and it was it was rough man i can't imagine six but anyways so um, Miss Erica told me about uh, a blind preacher named Charles Elliott, and she sent me a couple of his sermons and a biography of his life that was written by this woman. And come to find out, this man has retinitis pigmentosa, which, for those of you who do not know, is the same eye disease that I have. Um, now, for those of you who are thinking, oh my gosh, what a small world. It's really not that small of a world because RP is one of the most common um, causes of blindness. So, and we're gonna talk a little more about that in the coming weeks when I talk about uh, eye conditions and treatments available. Um, but, so, Charles Elliott told this story about how he was at this, this preacher's conference and there was a, an older blind preacher there that, now mind, at this point, Brother Elliott still had some sight and he could tell that this other guy was having a hard time get into the bathroom. I can't remember honestly if the other guy was a preacher or not, but he was an older man. And so Brother Elliot went to, to give him a hand and and he asked the guy, and he says, well, you know, may I ask, how long have you been blind? And the guy got incredibly angry and started cussing and got just fiery, 62 
freaking years, and if it was 62 seconds, it would be too long. And, uh, and it just hit Brother Elliot, and, and he just thought, I don't want to be like that, basically. I mean, I'm, I'm skipping a lot. If you want to read the book, it's called This Side of Heaven. It's a really good book. I, I believe that's what it got. I'm, I'm, I'm really just speaking off the top of my head right now. It's on, I have it on my Kindle app. Um, but his name is Charles Elliott. Um, and and there's, he has some preaching on YouTube that's just, it's really good. Um, if you would like, I have, I have a couple links. I have two, two sermons of his. If you would like, I can send them to you. Please let me know. And I am happy to do that. I will give you my, uh, social media contact info if you don't have it already, which you should, if you're a listener, but I'll give it to you at the end of the program anyways. Um, so anyways, that kind of hit me. Okay, now please don't misunderstand me. I have my days. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys right now. I will be, wait a minute, how old will I be? Wait a minute. What year is this? 22? I was born when? 75? I'm not at work. Why am I doing math? I'll be 47. 47 in August. All right. So I will be 47 in August. And I got diagnosed when I was four. So I've known for over 40 years that I was going blind. And I'm, I'm going to be, I, you know what? I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Last Friday sucked. Last Friday, it hit me that in the year that I was off work, my vision decreased significantly. And I mean significantly because all last week I struggled. So the, f- the first week of the month is always the busiest week of the month because we have our recurring payments, all your monthly utilities, your um, maintenance on all your equipment, you know, everything that occurs reoccurring. And I'm trying to do all these payments and I'm trying to make everything accurate. And every single day I went home with a migraine and I didn't even get done everything that I would normally get done because I had to go so much slower and I had to rest my eyes and it was a struggle. And by the time I got home on Friday, I was so frustrated and so angry that I just wanted to explode. So please don't misunderstand me when I say that we need to be a good influence. (laughs) I can't even, oh, it's so hard to even say it with a straight face after the week I had. But there are a lot of young people that are struggling with disabilities. I was on the dial-a-ride with a young man who's 25, who is blind, and 
and we were talking and I don't remember how we got on the subject of of God and religion and and all of that but he said I used to believe in Jesus but I don't anymore and I said that makes me very sad and he said well you know I just don't understand why Jesus why I would be blind and why all this stuff would be going on and why wouldn't everything just be good if if there was a God that was good and that loved everybody and I said well if everything was good and everything was easy we'd all be bored and that was the only answer I could come up with I don't know why God makes disabilities allows disabilities whatever I don't know my only answer is so that we could be a good influence on other people because somebody out there has RP that is going to look at me and want to know how I live because they need to know how to live. They're going to need to know how do I match my clothes? How do I clean my house? How do I help my kids with their homework? How do I get my groceries? How do I fill out a job application? And they're gonna need to see people who have done it. They're gonna need to see people who have experienced it. They're gonna need somebody to help them go down those roads. They're gonna need somebody to explain to them the process of getting a guide dog. They're gonna need somebody to explain to them orientation and mobility, right? And are you gonna want somebody to explain that stuff to you that's got a, a good attitude? that's been down that path, that has a guide dog, that works well with their guide dog? Or do you want somebody that's gonna be a Krabby Patty that's like, stupid freaking king runs me in every damn thing. I hate this stupid thing. Now, now, don't misunderstand me. I hate using that stupid cane so much and that's why I got a dog, right? You don't like the tool you're using, get something else. I really don't like using JAWS. What's JAWS, you ask? JAWS is job access with speech. It's the thing on your computer that makes it talk. And you know what? It goes slow and it's cumbersome. And you know what? It's because I didn't grow up using it. People that were born blind that grew up using that kind of technology, they whiz through it and use it like it's nobody's business. And that's the kind of influence that I would have needed when I first started losing significant amounts of vision when I was in my 20s. But I didn't have that. I didn't have that. And so now here I am, almost 50, going, I can't use that. That's just gonna slow me down. Right? When in actuality, had I learned it back in the day, it would speed me up. I would be unstoppable now. I wouldn't have to give my eyes these breaks. I wouldn't be coming home with migraines. Although there's a significant portion of the job I do that I wouldn't be able to do with JAWS. But I mean, that's not even the point. The point is, you've got to have that influence. 
you've got to have somebody that you're going to look to and go to that that can help you navigate those things in life. Ah, see what I did there? <laughs> but it's 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 the truth. If you you know, and, and I'm not saying this to brag on myself. I, I promise you I'm not. You guys all know I, I have absolutely nothing to brag on myself for. I am, you guys know that. But Justin made a comment to David, the guy I'm dating, and he, he said that I had taught him how the street patterns worked here. I taught, I basically, I taught him how, this sounds so stupid, but I don't know how to word it any other way. I taught him how to cross the streets here because of the way the lights work and the way the patterns are. And that's really important when you can't see because not all of the crosswalks here have an audible signal, right? You know how in some places it like beeps and it it's so ridiculous here. They're not even consistent. Some of them have a beep. Some of them have a chirp. Some of them say the name of the street to tell you which one is, you know, to cross. So it's not even consistent. And so I, I taught Justin the, the patterns of the traffic and how the lights work. Um, and then so that that way, regardless of if there's, if there's a button, there's no button, there's audible, there's no audible, whatever the case may be, he knows the, the pattern and he knows when to cross. That's something that's pretty stinking important. That's something people need to know. You know what? When I first moved here, this guy, Vincent, at my work, he's the one that taught me. He's the one that taught me that there's one road in Phoenix that goes diagonal. All the rest of the main roads are pretty much north-south and east-west. He taught me the grid system that it's on. He taught me, you know, the numbering system. He taught me all of it. And I'm thankful we need those kind of people that are going to influence influence us. I don't need somebody that's going to have me, you know, here, hold my arm and I'll take you everywhere you need to go. No. No, 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 no. That's like the whole, what, give a man a fish, he eats for a day, teach a man a fish, he eats for a lifetime. That whole thing, it's the truth. It's the truth in anything. That's why it's really important when people are newly blind that they go through orientation and mobility and independent living classes because there's so much to learn. And you're never going to learn it all in a class. You're just not. You're going to learn the basics. You'll learn how to cross the street. You're going to learn how to, you know, do basic cooking and cleaning and health care. But that, you know, that's it. You're not going to, you're not going to learn how to help your kids with homework. You're not going to be shown how to 
do your yard work, how to go look for an apartment, you know, actual life skills that people need that you wouldn't even think of. You know, the other day I was talking, I did the interview with Kelly, which was amazing. So if you guys did not hear that, go check that out. That was Friday's episode. It was a really good talk about the criminal justice system and uh, Kelly's experience with with really coming back from rock bottom. And uh, definitely a good discussion. Um, And that just totally took me down a rabbit trail that I forgot where I was going. Dang it. I need more coffee. Hold on. Ah, good stuff. Um, I, I really forgot where I was going. I'm sorry. So now I'm going to go on to something else. Uh, but you don't need somebody that's going to teach you how to be a Krabby Patty. A life's going to teach you how to be a Krabby Patty, Right? Life's going to crap on you every single day if you let it. Oh, the, the other day I was talking to, that's right. I was talking to Kelly about, um, and I was actually being facetious, but now it's true. You get something in the mail and it's, you order something and it's the wrong thing. And now you're like, crap. Now I have to go to the post office and take a day off of work because it's a two hour bus ride to the post office and, you know what? Guess what I have to do today? <laughs> I think I jinxed myself. Oh, but really, no, I, it's, it's, it's not quite that bad. It's, it's not, but, <clears throat> and I'm not going to do it today. <clears throat> doesn't have to be done until June 4th, but <clears throat> Excuse me. But it's funny because I really did. I kind of jinxed myself because I was just talking about it. But you have to you have to have somebody that's going to influence you in those situations to be able to go through them with grace, with dignity, and with a good attitude. You know, when... When I, perfect example, when I, I'm, I'm going to give you this example and then I'm going to close. First of all, I'm going to tell you guys, I had, I am, from what we know, I am the only person in my family and I am the first of all my friends to be visually impaired. I am the example, basically. I'm the oldest of all the visually impaired friends that I have, pretty much, pretty much, okay? So I am the example. If you want a real life example of how I behave, listen to the episode entitled, I'm Only Human and that's life. Okay? That's that's one episode, one example and here's another. I was to fly out in September. I was going to fly to Arkansas on a Wednesday. 
and then drive out with my sister and her husband to Missouri for my son's basic training graduation on Thursday, and then I was gonna fly home on Friday, I think was how it was supposed to go. It might've been Monday and then Tuesday, Wednesday. I can't remember exactly. I get to the desk at American Airlines to check in, and I'm told, yeah, your flight's not till Friday. I said, what? Yeah, your, your flight's not, not till Friday. Now, mind you, I did all this myself like a big girl online. And they said, yeah, I know. You've, your flight leaves Friday such and such a time and uh, looks like it returns Friday at such and such a time. I said, what? <laughs> She's like, yeah. I said, does that make any sense to you? And she's like, wait, no. I said, yeah, no. I'm supposed to fly out today and return on Friday. And so it was this big kerfuffle. And so clearly, I, I messed up. I screwed it up. I didn't, I didn't see it right, whatever the case may be, and I messed it up. And this American Airlines would not offer me any grace. They just wouldn't. They made me pay $250 to change the flight to the Wednesday, which made me, of course, then I missed my flight. So I have to take the next flight. I mean, it was a huge fiasco. And it was, it was all because of my vision. And let me tell you, I was not happy. I was not happy. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to react in that situation. How do you react in that situation without crying and losing your ever-loving mind? I really thought I was gonna miss his graduation. I, I, I just, it was awful. And I just, I broke down in the middle of the freaking airport and was just crying. I called Justin, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how I could have messed this up. I don't know how the system could have let me do that. You know, who's going to teach people this stuff? This is why I do this podcast, y'all. This is why I want interaction. This is exactly why I do this. Because there's a whole generation of visually impaired people coming up that are going to run into these kind of situations and they're going to have no clue what to do. Now, granted, the visually impaired people of the younger generation are way more tech savvy than I am. I get that. But they are not as people friendly as I am. It's a total flip-flop. Because now, the younger generation, they don't deal with people, they deal with technology. Whereas I was always used to dealing with people and not technology, right? So, I really feel like there is a lack of good influence. We really need to have the older generation of visually impaired people be a better influence for the younger people. Even the younger people that aren't visually impaired because you know what? These younger people are a bunch of lazy folks 
people with entitlement issues that think they're just do something for being born. Let me tell you something. Life doesn't owe you anything. You will, you're not going to get handed anything in life, you know? And the sooner you realize that, the better off you're going to be. And if us as a community of disabled folks can band together and be an influence and show young people in general as a whole that you can overcome obstacles, I think that that would be a great benefit to the coming up of the next generation. So, having said all that, Navigating Life with Lara and Garmin on Facebook and LinkedIn, at Garmin Navigates on Twitter, Garmin Navigates at Outlook.com. I got WhatsApp, and for those of you who have my phone number, you can feel free to text me. And, uh, yeah. <sighs> Let's just be a good influence. Let's be a good example. And uh, let's be a blessing, right? That's what we're here for. Until Friday, guys. Have a fabulous week. <music>